Welcome to another episode of the Team Check-In. I'm your host, Emre, and I just got back home from one of the worst experiences I've ever had to pay for. And I've paid for some terrible experiences in the past. I just attended an escape room with a couple of my friends, and it was just a horrendous experience. It was supposed to be scary. We were supposed to have these puzzles and everything. But it was just very cringeworthy and the place was a mess. It was really dirty. The guy wasn't scary. And I just kept having these awkward interactions. It was scary, but not in the way they intended it to be. Right? It was just scary because you couldn't believe something that bad was allowed to exist. And I know it sounds like I just immediately went off topic without even telling you what the topic is. But... Actually, this is all connected because today we are talking about toxic workplaces, the signs of a ter- toxic work- workplace and how you should deal with a toxic workplace. And looking back, I can clearly see some correlations between uh, my experience in this escape room and some of the less likable jobs I've worked throughout my career. And not that they were terrible jobs, not that they were very taxing, I wasn't carrying rocks on my back or anything, but they were pretty cookie cutter, standard white collar gigs. But just like this escape room, I couldn't wait to leave those. Well, either way, we will be looking over some of the signs of a toxic workplace and then going over maybe how you can potentially deal with a toxic workplace. Now, one of the first signs and To me, that was the easiest to spot uh, in my previous experiences, favoritism, right? If all your managers have the same last name or all the important people in your company have the same last name, that should be a tell. That was one of the red flags that I ignored, you know, in some of the jobs I worked. But either way, favoritism of any kind, whether it's nepotism, or it's just simply promoting people without, you know, due to personal connections or without any regard for their qualifications. Just unfairness of any kind is shouldn't be something that you tolerate day in and day out. Another really simple sign of a toxic workplace is that you're constantly, constantly uh, being exposed to gossip. Now. I'm not going to pretend that I don't enjoy gossip, right? A little bit of gossip, especially I used to be a smoker. So every single smoke break, it was just a great, maybe I was the toxic personality now that I'm thinking about it. Just like every single smoke break used to be a great uh, time for gossip. But either way, if you're constantly being exposed to gossip about the people you're working with, that should be a red flag. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with small talk or sharing opinions, but if you're constantly hearing negativity about everyone, then yeah, just imagine what's going on behind your back. And that is where your mind will drift to. And if you let that get to you, it will take its toll on you mentally and physically at some point. So let's move on from the gossiping because that is pretty obvious. Another really obvious sign of a toxic workplace is just discrimination of any kind. And I don't think I actually have to say anything else about that. But wait, I actually do because 
we are living in a post-truth and nay post-consequence world now and i think this little backlash to people uh, this little backlash that people have against being politically correct or woke has led people to just slip back into some of their more horrible uh, discriminatory tendencies. Isn't it crazy that saying offensive things right now in this climate uh, doesn't get you in trouble? Instead, it is seen as a subversive act. You're standing up to the PC police, the woke leftist agenda. No, you're just being a horrible person. I'm sorry, Dave Chappelle is not going to give you a high five or Joe Rogan isn't going to come over and hug you for standing up to the PC police. And Elon Musk is certainly not going to give you your own talk show on Twitter, XYZ or whatever he calls the platform these days. Okay, okay, I know, we're digressing. Let's take this back to toxic workplaces. Another sign of a toxic workplace is high employee turnover rates, specifically voluntary employee turnover. Because there can be a lot of reasons behind people leaving an organization. So employee turnover on its own might not be the most accurate thing to measure. But voluntary turnover, on the other hand, well, people don't just leave jobs that they're happy in. There has to be a reason behind all those departures. And usually, people don't leave jobs. They leave coworkers and bosses. So if your workplace is just this revolving door with people just coming in and out and in and out, yeah, that should raise some red flags. In fact, it should raise all the red flags. Another sign of a toxic workplace is facing unrealistic deadlines. Just think back to the last time your boss gave you a challenging and time-consuming task towards the end of your shift and wanted it on their desk first thing in the morning. So if you can't seem to remember this, then good job. I'm glad it never happened to you, but I'm sure a lot of you can emphasize with it. But unrealistic deadlines, unlike some of the other signs of a toxic workplace, doesn't always have to come from a more mean-spirited place, right? It It can be naive as well. It can just be due to poor management. It can be just occurring due to a lack of communication. The person setting the unrealistic deadlines just may not be aware of the fact that those deadlines aren't just not realistic at all. And that is why another sign of a toxic workplace definitely is uh, just weak communication throughout the organization. I mean, the sign that we discussed previously, right? The unrealistic deadlines, it is usually more often than not born out of a lack of communication. In fact, most of the issues we've discussed, don't you think they, they can be solved with some effective two-way communication, just a decent exchange of feedback? Just think about all the drama you've had in a workplace every time you've gone home mad. Wasn't a part of the fact, wasn't a part of the reason that you were angry the fact that you're all grown-ups who just can't seem to be communicating effectively with each other and communication should be something that we've cracked by now. And maybe, just maybe, we can try to let people know when something is bothering us. That if we're unhappy, instead of just bottling everything up and 
flowing off on people's faces. Maybe we just let them know and then solve things in a healthy manner. And I I'm, realize, I'm I know I'm saying this in the most passive aggressive voice possible, and it should be ironic, but okay, I'm not trying to bring you the phrase communication is key and like trying to sell it to you as if it's some new innovative thing. It's just, okay, I'll, I'll wrap it up. A lack of communication, sign of a toxic workplace. Done. Fine. I'll move on. Now, being a part of a toxic environment at work, it takes a toll on you, right? I'm talking a mental toll. I'm talking a physical toll. And your productivity definitely takes a hit. So how do we deal with a toxic workplace? And I'm not going to armchair quarterback you, right? Because... Even though we have all these like signs of the toxic workplaces and all that, every workplace is different and every toxic workplace is different, right? One specific piece of advice, it's never going to work for everyone. And if you just, I hate it when people just come out and say, oh yeah, why don't you just leave? Why don't you just leave if you're unhappy? I mean, nothing in someone's life is that simple. It's the same with toxic relationships, right? Even if, I mean, it takes a long time until you realize you're in a toxic relationship. But even after that, when a friend comes over to you and says, hey, why don't you just break up? Well, it's never that simple. And it's never as easy as just leaving. And if we switch from the toxic relationship to the toxic workplace, right, uh, there may be lots of reasons preventing you from leaving. And more often than not, with a workplace, it's about the pay. So how do we deal with a toxic workplace? How do we deal with it? And how do I help you deal with it without sounding condescending? Well, uh, one thing that is, I can only tell you what has helped me. And one thing that's really helped me is compartmentalizing my life. I know that we spend an obscene amount of time at work, right? A massive amount, a massive part of our lives is spent at work. And it's very hard to compartmentalize it. But if you uh, come to grips with the fact that your life at work is not who you are, it doesn't define you, it doesn't define your social circle, and it's just something you deal with and something you put up with, that might be helpful, but only for a certain amount of time because I mean a lot of people will just tell you to suck it up and just tough it out and go through with it right that was the reaction a lot of people got when they started talking about quite quitting right that came from like a gen y gen x standpoint people told these millennials uh, that they were just being too soft, they were being snowflakes by talking about quiet quitting and all that, and they should just put their nose back on the grindstone, just on that grind, you tough it out and you go through with it. A toxic workplace shouldn't be something that you put up with. And you do need to take actions to uh, fix the situation, but I know that it's never as easy as that. So until you either uh, get yourself out of that toxic workplace or you take those actions to uh, fix your environment, compartmentalizing your life 
and just acknowledging the fact that you are not defined by your work environment, it can help help deal with the whole process. I mean, a very helpful and solid advice would be to tell you to just not be afraid of talking to people, like reaching out and asking for help from your managers, from the people in charge and letting them know just what you think about the workplace is toxic, just offering your feedback. But here's the thing, even though that sounds like great advice, I don't know your managers. Maybe they are the type of people who you can't have these conversations with. Right? Maybe that is why the entire workplace is toxic. And let's face it, there's only so much you can do to fix an environment, right? Some workplaces, and I'm sad to say this, but they are beyond saving. And your best option might just be to tough it out until you find something new. And if you are in those situations, if you are in a situation like that, well, you got this. We believe in you. And I think that is a very nice note to end the episode on. You got this. So guys, I know you're sick and tired of listening to me going on and on on my own. So I have some good news for you. We have some incredible guests lined up for the upcoming episode of the show. In fact, it's going to have three people in it. So it's going to be loads of fun and we're going to have a blast recording it. And I'm sure you're going to have a blast listening to it. We also have another guest uh, that is coming to the show who is just He's a force of nature, and I think, uh, I'm not going to tell you who it is, it's going to be a surprise, but it's just going to be a brilliant episode again. So if you're listening to us on YouTube, Spotify, or wherever you find podcasts, don't forget to leave a like and subscribe, it really helps us out. This has been the Team Check-In, I'm your host Emre, and I'll see you on the next episode.